I'm Jeff Gibson. And I'm Shanna Paxton. And we are the, the Movie, Movie Lovers. Lovers. Welcome. Hello. To the official podcast of the Gibson Review. In this episode, it is a film faves episode where we count down our 12 favorite movies around a particular topic. The idea for this uh, this feature is it was inspired by a feature that used to be on the website, thegibsonreview.com. And it's, it's supposed to give you a sense of our tastes in movies, but also hopefully expose you, gives you some recommendations to movies you've either heard of or just haven't seen at all. And to that end, we will actually continue that recommendation to point out when any of these movies are available on a streaming service. The streaming services that we focus on, particularly because there's so many, are Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime, Hulu, HBO Max, and Netflix. So, if something is on one of those services, we will let you know. Most of the time, movies are available to rent on Amazon. In this episode, we are focusing on our favorite journalism movies. In honor of our last episode's review of She Said. We're big fans of movies that focus on journalism, particularly the ones that get into the nuts and bolts of the doing the work journalism. You will hear some of that reflected in this list. For this list, though, we did do a joint list. Usually we have our own respective lists, but too much of this topic overlapped as our favorites. So we will be going through, taking turns, introducing movies, in this case, we had eight movies that overlapped as joint favorites, which means there are four other slots that will be devoted to particular picks of each of ours. So we're going to get started here with my pick. I'm going to start us off. I'm going to start us off with my pick, Good Night and Good Luck. It is a 2005 film directed by George Clooney. I think by far the best film George Clooney has directed. It stars David Strathairn, Jeff Daniels, Alex Borstein, huh? <laughs> Big fans of Ms. Maisel over here. Mm -hmm. Patricia Clarkson, Tate Donovan, and more. It is about how Edward R. Moreau took a stand against Senator Joseph McCarthy and his anti-communist witch hunts in the early 50s this is a riveting 90 minutes i wanted to refresh my memory of this film because it's been so long i thought it was one of the best movies of 2005 it's shot in black and white too uh really nice cinematography it is is just one of the best movies of that year one of the best movies of that decade easily one of the 100 best movies of the 2000s and it, it's 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 a great example of TV journalism. I believe it was yeah, uh, I believe it was TV journalism at the time. Edward R. Morrow. It's been a while, like I said, since I've seen it, so I apologize for that. It might have even been radio, but um, uh, it's great stuff regardless. And it was it was an example of like how how essential journalism is to our free speech and to fight for our rights as citizens too when those in power might be taking advantage of us so 
that's what that's the movie where I get uh, this category started off with. Good night and good luck from 2005. All right, Shanna, what is your first pick you want to get us started with as our number 11? It is Whiskey Tango Foxtrot from 2016. It stars Tina Fey, Martin Freeman, Margot Robbie, Alfred Molina, and uh, even Billy Bob Thornton is in here, which just makes me giggle whenever I see his name. I'm like, he's doing what? So this is about a a journalist, Tina Fey, recounts her wartime coverage in Afghanistan. It is very funny. You know, you, you wouldn't think that a movie about the war in Afghanistan would be funny, but... But you would about with a movie starring Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just, I really enjoy the film. The The trailer is hilarious. If you want to go and check that out, there's a line in there where Tina Fey says something like, I, I just, I just don't feel great. I don't feel good enough or pretty or whatever it is. And Margot Robbie's like, but you're like a solid eight or a solid seven. And she, Tina Fey looks at Margot Robbie and she says, well, that means you're like at least a 15. And it's just really comical yeah. Yeah. And, and great. And, uh, you know, pausing and comedic timing of, of certain sentences is fantastic. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot from 2016. My... Second individual pick, and my last individual pick, surprisingly individual pick, is going back to classic Hollywood, golden age of cinema, 1940, with His Girl Friday, directed by Howard Hawks. This is available on Amazon Prime, starring Cary Grant and Rosalind Russell. Rosalind Russell, the prototypical fast-talking career gal, if you ever hear anybody in, in TV or film kind of do this 1940s fast-talking career gal type uh, manner of speaking, it is because of Rosalind Russell's Hildy mm-hmm. Johnson and His Girl Friday. 90 minutes of hilarity. Hildy is trying to leave the journalist life behind and lets Walter Burns, played by Cary Grant, know that is the case, and she is going off to get married and live a happily married life with Ralph Bellamy. But he still loves her, and he schemes to reel her back in. And then, meanwhile, a big story breaks. So this is one of those screwball comedies that is has, has just endured the test of time because of the writing, because of the acting, Cary Grant, one of my favorite actors of all time, mm-hmm. just really doing a great job with comedic delivery of lines. He is a heel for sure when you take a step back and look at the character, but it's also Cary Grant. So he gets it is, a, is an example like Bill Murray is one of those people, too, where, where he just, can get away. He with can get away dick. with a lot. He can get away with yeah, a lot, you know, and and Rosalind Russell is no slouch in this film. For sure. So that is my 10th favorite movie about journalism, His Girl Friday, available on Amazon Prime. Our number nine is Zodiac from 2007. Between 68 and 83, a San Francisco cartoonist becomes an amateur detective obsessed with tracking down the Zodiac Killer, an unidentified individual who terrorizes Northern California with a killing spree. Now, unfortunately, this individual still has not been identified. It's just one of those things. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Edwards, uh, 
Brian Cox, John Carroll Lynch, yeah. and several others. Huge cast. Really, oh, Chloe Savini from uh, Big Love, I think. Yeah, Big yeah. Love, yep. Mm. Uh, directed by David Fincher. This is a, it's a great film about kind of how a lot of people have become now with mm. all this access that we have to internet, uh, d- you know, different different elements we're all becoming these sort of crime sleuthing people uh you know and there's shows and podcasts about that process too and so it's nice to see it from a more like okay well what was the career with you know how close was you know jake gyllenhaal's character's career to that kind of thing and what was involved with that and what kind what are these people like that investigate this for their life you know this Mm. is their career Mm -hmm. what are they like and how does it differ and how do you adapt and how do you how do you become okay with you can't solve it? I mean, mm. it's kind of like the whole we know so much about what Jack the Ripper did, but we don't know who Jack the Ripper was, and we're mm. never going to know. We can always have assumptions and theories, but we're never going to know. So it's a very frustrating part of the process, but it's I thought it was really well illustrated in this movie with the cinematography and all the other cinematographic, cinematographic um, elements. So yeah. that's Zodiac. That's the movie that makes me very uncomfortable yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's a very times. uneasy one. So now we get into our joint picks. We've had our individual picks here with our eighth favorite journalism movie. We go into 1976's Network by Sidney Lumet. This was, I think, one of the last movies of a, a really solid streak Sidney Lumet had in the 70s. Uh, and, and and maybe a little before that, it stars Peter Finch, Faye Dunaway, William Holden, Robert Duvall, and Ned Beatty. It is about a veteran anchorman. He is being basically shoved out of his post as anchorman, and he announces to viewers that he's going to kill himself during his farewell broadcast. And it becomes about... Mm. It's, it's, it becomes this, like, sort of stabbing satire of, of of how, like, ratings have driven news. Like, this is really interesting because this is well, well before the 24-hour news cycle ha- was created, before cable news was created. And this kind of shift, maybe, away and an observation away from true journalism and tr- and and towards trying to hold on to ratings and rating competitiveness competitiveness in TV broadcasting for 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 news and uh, so it's it's held hailed as one of the greatest films of all time it's one of those I wished I kind of was able to refresh my memory a little bit on mm. it's one that I definitely we both definitely admire. And so it made it onto our list. It's our eighth favorite film about journalism. Our next one is a documentary about the journalistic process unfolding before our eyes. We're seeing it in lifetime as things are happening. 2014's Citizen Four. A documentarian and reporter traveled to Hong Kong for the first of many meetings with Edward Snowden. This is directed by Laura Poitras, and it's a very interesting film that's dealing with a very complicated situation. It's something that I have a hard time wrapping my head around. Well, if you're familiar with Edward Snowden, mm-hmm. in his case whatsoever, him? you know that it's about him essentially trying to expose and, and leak uh, certain things 
and whether or not those things are treasonous for him, having to do with surveillance programs in the NSA, whether and, and of course the NSA to to leak any sort of information that's secret from the NSA is is not considered a good thing by the NSA. So you see, you see these things happening, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. as they are happening um, and the conversations happening right before things go out into the public and all sorts of things. And I, you know, we're on the same page. It's riveting. It's fascinating. When you put it in that context, it's it's, it's really very good stuff. scary because mm-hmm. we see him bouncing between, you know, bounce to Hong Kong and then somewhere else mm-hmm. to get... Um, Asylum? Asylum, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seeking asylum and 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 then finding out, you know, well what is he up to now is also very interesting and it's up it's to scary. that point, twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah. It's a very scary film. Yeah. So uh Citizen Four. Yeah, absolutely. Number six, we're already at the halfway point. It is actually a way more recent film than many of our picks. 2021's The French Dispatch by Wes Anderson, available on both Hulu and HBO Max. This is an ensemble anthology movie about the staff of an American magazine based in France putting out its last issue with stories featuring an artist sentenced to life imprisonment student riots a kidnapping resolved by a chef stars bill murray benicio del toro adrian brody tilda swinton Leah sado francis mcdormand timothy chalamet jeffrey wright matthew almarick uh owen wilson bob balaban henry winkler if you if you blink you'll miss them Tony Ravori, so many people as part of four chorus for those Wes Anderson movies. I think this is one of Wes Anderson's best films. We only saw it the one time in the theater, unless you watched it without me at some point. It's got a mix of all these different styles in Wes Anderson's oeuvre, and it's uh, it's actually quite fantastic, you know, We've also made fairy. You may have one segment that you like more than others, mm. but it's very unique. Yes, absolutely. As are most Wes Anderson movies. Yes. <laughs> that is the French Dispatch, available on Hulu and HBO Max. Our next one is The Post from 2017, oh. a cover-up spanning four U.S. presidents. I'll say it again. It's a cover-up spanning four U.S. presidents pushes the country's first female newspaper publisher and her editor to join an unprecedented battle between press and government. So not only are we having issues with, oh, well, we need to uncover this sinister government thing, um, but it's basically the Post and the New York Times going up against each other, trying to you know, break the story effectively that's what they're they're going up against. And mm-hmm. so it's just very interesting watching it. Of course, there's also the whole, oh, you know, well, what's it like when a female takes over when she's given the opportunity to take over? It stars Meryl Streep. It's a Steven Spielberg film. It also stars Tom Hanks, Sarah Paulson, Bob o- Odenkirk. Odenkirk. I'm sorry, Odenkirk. Tracy Letts, Bradley Whitford. Yay. Bruce Greenwood, Matthew Rice. I love him from The Americans. Alison Brie, Carrie Coon, and several others. 
I don't think it's my favorite Steven Spielberg film, but it it is an interesting one, and it, that's why it made the list. Is it it shows us a different side of things, where it's showing us two very well known newspapers going up against each other mm-hmm. and uh, kind of shifting from this dynamic of oh we're friends with the government, but it's more like well, but can you be if you're following journalistic ethics yeah. code of conduct? Right, is that what you're supposed to be? Right. And can you afford to step away from that? And what will that cost you? And how long will it take to recover? Mm. And who who is your loyalty with? It's really with the people. Up so. until possibly this weekend, this is probably the best Spielberg film in 10 years. Okay. Uh, I would say The Post and Lincoln are, are his best, most recent works. And uh, so, yes, I, I it's also like, at the, at the time that it came out, it was incredibly important and relevant, too. Mm-hmm. So, And I do like the cinematographic uh, choices. Apparently, I'm making up words, but I'll just roll with it. I like the choices of, even though, you know, we're not seeing any woman really in this film. If you watch this film, it is completely a sea of men, especially at right, the end. Right, right, right. Especially at the end, you just see so many suits with a sprinkle a tiny smidgen of, you know, skirts. Hmm. Uh, and that's just how they decided to visually represent that. Excellent. So it's very interesting. What's our next one, love? Our fourth favorite journalist movie is actually one that technically is, is only on the list because you included it on your separate list so we you know we made our merged list into our favorite list it's technically a movie that would not be allowed for me to count it is ah so this is how we break the rule <laughs> <laughs> this is our go around okay perfect yeah so it's it is my third favorite film of all time 2000s almost famous by Cameron Crowe this is a semi-autobiographical film about a teenager who basically hoodwinks his way into getting a, a journalism job for Rolling Stone doing a piece on a band called Sweetwater, a fictional band, but, uh, it, you know, it, it very similar to bands that... Cameron Crowe actually hung out with and wrote articles on mm-hmm. as a teenager. Mm-hmm. It stars many people, including Frances McDormand. Love her. Yeah, she's fantastic in it. Uh, Jason Lee, Billy Crudup, and Patrick Fugit. Zoe Deschanel appears here and there. Fruza Balk, Anna Paquin, Noah Taylor. There's a lot of people. Kate Hudson, of course, is a main character as well as, as Penny Lane. The one great Kate Hudson performance, I will say. So it, it's kind of funny that it felt to me to talk about this movie because it is my third favorite movie of all time, <laughs> which which would have landed it as my number one favorite journalist movie of all time as a result. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, no, I absolutely love this uh, movie. It, it's great if you're an audiophile. It taps into a lot of things. Philip Seymour Hoffman also 
it is a great character in it, playing real-life Lester Baines, a real-life person. Um, and he, he kind of serves as a mentor, and he's fantastic, and it's one of my favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman performances. But there's a lot of great moments in it. Sometimes I quote this movie even. <laughs> you know, the whole, like, reveal, Eleven! You know, I'll, I'll do, do, do yeah. that when the time is right. Um, and and Frances McDormand is, is is fantastic as the seemingly overprotective mom who's just like crossing her fingers that everything's going to be okay for her son going out into the world and being exposed to things she doesn't want him to be exposed to. Yeah, that's a really great example of you know parental fear. Yeah. For their kid. Yeah. It's executed very well. Yeah. So the the whole like uh, rock journalist aspect is, is, I mean, focus on the film. So it is our fourth favorite journalist movie, almost famous from 2000. Our third is Spotlight from 2015. I absolutely adore this film. Uh, it, I don't know, was this marked as my absolute favorite i can't remember i is your second favorite i remember what's my first now yeah. anyway this is the true story of how boston globe uncovered the massive scandal of child molestation and cover-ups within the local catholic archdiocese shaking the entire catholic church and community to its core it, it stars mark ruffalo who is Playing a very interesting character. I don't think I really see Mark Ruffalo as that character very mm. often. Mm. So I like that it was a unique pick. That type of character, yeah. you mean? Michael Keaton, of course, doing what he does best, a leader role. Uh, Rachel McAdams is perfect, whatever she does. I, oh, I don't yeah. care. Mm. <laughs> and then Lee Schreiber uh, and John Slatery from Mad Men. Yep. Uh, Stanley Tucci is great. So what's awesome about this film is it has a lot of the, the core cast is fantastic. And then mm -hmm. the side characters that we run into are all fairly well known. Also stars Billy well. Crudup, by the way. Mm -hmm. He's in a couple scenes. Yeah, and I just love how they put this film together. Uh, what's great about Spotlight is it's it's looking at this core group of journalists mm -hmm. who are actually, I want to say secluded, maybe there's a better word, but they're basically away from everyone else, all the other people, that employees that work at the Boston Globe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like in the basement. they will pick a story mm -hmm. and they will work it, work it, work it until it's ready and then they will reveal what they're writing about. Right. Nobody else will know what's going on. Right. Which I thought was so interesting. Right. Because the idea is to preserve the integrity and not to let um, news get out that yeah. they And might no, no be drips and drabs of the story, uh -huh. but rather the full thing. Yes. And I just. I appreciate that so much, and I think I can't remember how long it takes them to work on this, but I think it takes like it, a year and a half, two years. It's a, I, it's a big chunk of time. I don't know if it's that long or not, but it is. Yes, yeah. it is time consuming. This is uh, not that long ago. No. True events, mm -hmm. and this is real journalism at work here, uh, as it used to be a regular. You and know, I like thing. seeing how, you know, as they're growing and getting information and interviews and things like that, they're coming up against a lot of issues. And not only are you seeing that with who they're interviewing, so people that are primarily guilty of committing such atrocities, but then they also work with the Stanley Tucci character, who is a lawyer, and he has his own 
preservation he needs to have to make sure that the, the, his client is going to get what they deserve. And it's just super interesting. Lots of different, it's a wonderful education of the journalistic process. So that's Spotlight. Yes, definitely. And that is actually available on HBO Max. Our second favorite. See, what's very interesting is with the top three favorite journalist movies, we basically agree on the top three. It's just depending on the person what that order is. And our second favorite film is... All the President's Men from 1976, (laughs) available on HBO Max, starring Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman and Jason Robards. Uh, This is the benchmark for journalist journalism films. This is, you know, this does exactly what Spotlight would do 40 years later or whatever it is, which is Mm. really show the process, really focus on the process of investigating a story and interviewing people. And it is riveting, even to this day. Even though it is based on true events and you know how it ends, and people did back then too, because it was based on a book that was only two years old at the time, it's still fascinating and it's no less compelling in any way. It is a perfect film, a masterpiece, and if you haven't seen it, you absolutely must. All the President's Men from 1976, our favorite journalist film available on HBO Max. All right, Shanna, what ended up being our favorite, mutually, our favorite journalist film? Our favorite is Broadcast News from 1987. Uh, This is a great film. We quote this often. Take two rival television reporters, one handsome, one talented, both male, add one producer, female, mix well, and watch the sparks fly is how they describe this. But, you know, our previous two picks are fairly serious films. And Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. But this one is very comical and still, um, you know, drives this message home of, like, oh, people would rather watch a domino a video clip than see what's happening with the war on this side of the world mm-hmm. and the issues that they're facing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so entertainment versus, well, what would you call it? Recurring events, yeah. real things that actually have significance in the world. Yeah, that mm-hmm. are going to have a very big impact. Yeah. And I, I love this film. Actually, how it starts is we get to see all these these three characters as kids oh, and yeah. what kind of sparks their interest in this career. And with Holly Hunter's character, wasn't she watching All the President's Men and she was like rewinding it and oh, then pressing I'd... play? And was it that movie? I don't remember. I know that it. I don't remember. But okay. you didn't even mention who stars in the movie, yeah, by the way. Yeah, so let's talk about that. William Hurt, Albert Brooks, yay. Holly Hunter, Robert Prosky, yay. And, um, you know, who else do you want to mention? Well, Joan Cusack has a famous moment oh in God. in the film. So Lois brilliant. Childs appears. Uh, Jack Nicholson has a cameo in it. Uh, and that's that's the the main highlights of the film. Yeah. And we quote this all the time to each other. It's always, we always say, 
very busy here. Very busy. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because of the Albert Brooks moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James L. Brooks, by the way, it should be noted, wrote and directed this film. Mm-hmm. This is one of James L. Brooks' best films by far. He was kind of mm-hmm. on a streak in the, in the 80s. And it's interesting because broadcast news, as the name suggests, does focus not on on newspaper journalism, but on um, broadcast journalism. And the and it looks at the integrity that's being upheld of that, too, through a couple yeah. of the characters. And a right? couple moments. And I just love it. Like, if you didn't know what that world was like, this is a nice little glimpse into that. Yes. And- While also being a, a love triangle, uh, rom-com, uh, kind of a, as a, a, a subplot to mm-hmm. it, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Joan Cusack is definitely a huge treat in that film. <laughs> it's yeah. Like a lot of the times, the way she hyperventilates before they can get a videotape to play one of the segments, mm-hmm. it's they're really pushing time, and she starts yes. hyperventilating. Because they have to edit it still. Yeah, yeah, and that's what... And she has to run across the you know, yep. world to get it to the next person. Yes, across the offices. Absolutely. It's, it was down to the wire. Ah, and I can totally relate to that sometimes. Yeah. So Broadcast News, another movie, uh, if you haven't seen, we highly recommend, 1987. It is our favorite journalism movie. What are your favorite journalist films? Email us at the Gibson Review. At gmail.com. That'll do it for this episode of The Movie Lovers. Shannon, before we talk about what is coming down the lane for the podcast, why don't you share with people where they can find you online? You can find me at Instagram, at Shannon Paxton Photography, and on Flickchart, Spellbinding A. Excellent. Go to thegibsonreview.com. To find all these episodes as well as a plethora of articles and reviews. There's lots to navigate on the top bar there. And peruse. Go follow on social media. Facebook.com slash the Gibson Review. Or if you prefer Instagram, the Gibson 99. I do bracket polls there. Join in on the fun and spread the word of the podcast as well. We appreciate it. Coming up, we have another three cycle. Well, we're finishing up the year, so things are going to get a little interesting. Because we're finishing up the year, the next episode, we will be doing, instead of our weekend review, it'll be the 2022 roundup, where we will be trying to knock out as many movies from the year as possible and boy do we have a list still it is crunch time for us look for that episode on tuesday december 13th and then the following week we will have a main review of avatar the way of water look for that on december 20th And then uh, following that, finishing up the year, we will have our 22 in review where we'll be picking our picks of the best of the year and our favorites of the year. That episode may be a few days late. We will keep you posted as we get closer to that 
but it would normally fall on the 27th of December. We shall see about that. In the meantime, keep loving the movies. This is Jeff and Shanna saying... Bye-bye.